The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. If you want to change an action, you first have to change a thought. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Whatever you think about long enough, eventually you will do. And I think sometimes we're trying to to change our homes, our families, relationships, uh, communication, without ever addressing the root problem. And the root problem is our mind. Isn't that always where the real battle is fought? Uh, In your mind, we've come in our study of the book of Philippians to Philippians chapter number 2, and what an amazing chapter this is. Philippians 2 is the classic passage, if you will, on the mind of Christ. And we'll study the entire thing, but listen to how the chapter opens in Philippians 2 verse 1. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Now, the operative word joy is found here in verse 2. Remember this book of Christian joy, and we want happy hearts and homes for sure. There's love mentioned here, and we think, well, of course, in our family there must be love. But then he connects all of that to the mind. In fact, twice here in verse 2, like-minded, One mind. You see, we try to fix relationship issues and communication problems and so many other things, but if the mind doesn't change, nothing changes. There are actually 10 references to the mind in the book of Philippians, and five of them are found right here in this chapter of Philippians chapter number 2. I would challenge you to read the entire chapter at one sitting because it really concentrates on the mind of Christ being in us, learning to think like the Lord Jesus. You know, it's an amazing thing, but when you get the mind of Christ, you think differently about everything and everyone. Uh, It changes the way you think about God uh, because Christ's mind was a mind of obedience to the Father. It changes the way you think about yourself because Christ's mind was a mind of humility. And then it changes the way you think about others because Christ's mind was on the needs of others. I'm telling you, if we could learn to think differently, uh, to to feel differently in the inner man, uh, it would affect our relationship and our communication in every way. In studying this little word mind, I discovered something, and it is very interesting. The word here literally means the sentiment, the, the feeling. It's an attitude word. It's more than knowledge. Now, that's very important because some people have the idea that if they get enough Bible knowledge, if they if they know enough, if they're smart enough, if they can figure things out, if they're problem solvers, then they can straighten it out. But in fact, that's what Scripture calls leaning to your own understanding. And that's just, that's just knowledge. And frankly, Paul said in another place that knowledge puffs up. Sometimes you can be very knowledgeable, but that's just pride because it's all about you and what you can accomplish. In fact, 
the word mind here is very closely akin to heart. Uh, it, it's the idea of, of thinking, feeling, having the right attitude uh, that you should have towards God and towards other people. It is less informational and more relational, which I think is extremely important. In fact, notice again how the chapter begins. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies, do you hear all these heart words and all these relational words? The secret to unity in a family is developing the mind of Jesus Christ. And so if you're going to learn to enjoy the journey together, if you're going to make this trip through life together with your family and there's going to be unity in the home, it will not be because everybody always thinks the same. Have you learned that there's a great difference in the way men think and the way women think? Uh, there's no joke here. This is for real. We're, we're made differently. Our constitution is different. Our minds work differently. Uh, we all know there's a difference in the way parents think and the way children think. We think differently. You're never going to get everybody to think the same way. Uh, but instead, if we can encourage every member of the family to develop the mind of Christ and to begin to respond to God and to one another as Christ would, then that changes everything. Do you remember way back in Genesis chapter 3 when Satan brought his first attack, the temptation in the garden? You, you know the passage. Did it ever dawn on you that Satan's first attack in the home was aimed at the mind? That that's really where it all started. He tried to get Eve to think the wrong way about herself, about God, about sin, about the consequences of sin, about the pleasure of sin. I mean, he, he played with her mind. The devil is a master at mind games. And I think the reality is if we do not learn to, to, in the words of Peter, gird up the loins of our mind, learn to think the right way, arm ourselves for the battle, we are never going to be prepared uh, for the spiritual attack that comes against our homes. Remember Isaiah 55 says that God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. What does that mean? It means that we need to learn to think not like we want to think or not even like somebody else in the family thinks, there's a lot of talk about seeing it from someone else's perspective and all of that. Let me tell you, there's an even higher way. It is to develop the mind of Jesus Christ. And so here's what we're going to do. We're going to walk through Philippians chapter number 2, and we're going to learn something about the mind of Christ and its place in our homes. I'd like to call it a marriage mindset because that's where it has to start. It has to start with husband and wife, and then if husband and wife can have it, they can teach this same mind of Christ to their children by instruction and by example, but it's got to start somewhere. So what do we learn about the mind of Christ in the home, this marriage mindset? Well, first of all, he begins the chapter by giving us an explanation of the mind. He just explains it. Uh, let's start there. Verse 1, if there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels and mercies. So first of all, we know it's a mind of charity. It's a mind that is connected to the love of God. It's what only the Holy Spirit can put inside of you. And just like the Christian life, it, it all begins with love. Uh, may I say to you that if you're going to think like you ought to think, 
uh, toward God and towards your mate and towards your children and towards every member of the family, uh, then you must learn to love. You must begin by saying, Lord, I, I want to love like Jesus loves. I want the spirit of love in me uh, to help me, to enable me to love. And then you come to verse 2. Fulfill ye my joy that ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Do you hear all the oneness here? It's not only a mind of charity, it's a mind of unity. And somebody said that a marriage is a union of two sovereign states. Well, that's true, isn't it? And we think differently, and we feel differently, and we, we come at uh, the same problem from two different perspectives. Uh, but I want you to know that the Christian husband and wife must learn to have the mind of unity that says we are in this together with Christ because only Christ can bring true oneness in the home. You don't always have to agree with one another, but we all must agree with the Lord Jesus, and whatever the Lord Jesus says and wants, that's what we want for our homes. The mind of Christ, the marriage mindset, is a mind of charity and a mind of unity. We'll return to Philippians chapter 2. In our next study, I hope you'll spend some time in it between now and then and ask the Lord to help you have the mind of Christ. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today. Thank you.